Yeah. Abby, should we start? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Start. Right. Okay. Okay. All right then. Okay. Hi, everyone. Hi, and welcome to the fourth edition of Have Your Say, where we get to speak out. So I promise you tonight will be very interesting, as usual, because um, I have wonderful guest speakers with me here tonight. Like I said before, uh, we're focusing on um, empowering the Black female gender. Right. So we I think last week we talked about the communities. How do we begin to change the narrative? How do we begin to engage more? So today we're bringing it down to kind of narrow it down a bit. So we're starting with a female gender. Right. So I have with me my first guest speaker. Her name is uh, Frida Zamba. So I'll get her to speak more about herself. And um, so she is a mechanical engineer working with Rolls-Royce, okay? And Frida started her career as an apprentice and she's moved up the ladder to become an advanced uh, manufacturing engineer. So apart from work, um, so she's an advocate for the STEM, she's a STEM ambassador. So STEM is a uh, science, technology, mathematics and engineering organization. So she is also the founder of um, Educator, right? So it's a non-profit organization that wants to bridge, uh, bridge the gap between the industry and education. And also she is a board member of a wise uh, young professional. So this is, uh, this is an organization that fights for gender equality and pay gap between male and female gender. So I'll get her to introduce herself a little bit more. Um, so Frida, you're welcome to the show tonight. Uh, so I have... Yes, um, thank you so much, Matilda. Um, thank you for having me on the platform. You're welcome. Um, so my other guest speaker will join um, shortly. I think we're, we're, trying, we're having challenges uh, trying to bring her on board. So we get cracking with you. Um, um, and also LBD, thank you for taking our time to join the show tonight. So LBD, it's, uh, uh, <laughs> LBD, do you want to say one or two things? We welcome Frida on the talk and uh, she's on the podium, so we're gonna listen to her. Yes. I'm uh, <laughs> LBD, I'm a physicist and geophysicist and uh, I've been in the industry, but now I'm back into the academia and research. I'm a research fellow. I'm a research fellow at Notre University here, and I've also got my own business for geosciences, environment, and uh, corporate social responsibility, 
over to you, Frida. You have to guess. Yes, it's your day today. So, Frida, um, so thank you for taking that time. Um, so, I just want you to take, um, you know, introduce yourself a little bit more and also. She gone. She go. Did she go? She having trouble. Hello. Hello, Frida. We can't okay. see you. Okay. I'm sorry. Can you can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, my internet is. That's fine. That's fine. So, do you want to talk about what you're doing, your project, um, your profession, and obviously what your interest is? Yeah, so um, for me, so like you mentioned, I'm a manufacturing engineer. So I started with Rolls Royce in 2016. Um, so straight after A levels, um, I decided to join the company. And alongside that, I was doing a degree, so a mechanical engineering degree um, at Sheffield Hallam University. So doing that in parallel with work. And the kind of projects I've been involved in is, so I started off in new manufacture. So this is literally manufacturing new parts to the engine. So the engine, if anyone thinks that Rolls-Royce manufacture a car. Uh, and then afterwards, my current job is working in maintenance, repair and overhaul services. So think of it like a big garage. So when your engine, when a jet engine comes off way from the it goes into a shop. And then our whole point is to be able to repair it and then send it back to the customer. So that's the kind of projects I'm working in my current job. Um, but as a hobby, I've started a social enterprise, so similar to what Matilda's mentioned. Um, this is bridging a gap between science, technology, engineering, and maths. Um, and mainly, we do a lot of work in Kenya. Um, so we've been doing quite a few things in Africa as well. Um, for me, it's it's balancing the best of both, doing work in the UK and in Africa, and being able to use the talents, being able to use the skills that you've got, impact, um, for me, I'm from Kenya, so I want to be able to impact that community and in Africa as a whole. So that's just a bit about myself. Okay. I'll I don't know if I'm breaking up, can you hear me? Um, yeah, we can. I can hear you perfectly. <laughs> So we get cracking with the question, right? Okay, thank you. Um, so the question, right? So the first question is um, on structural gender inequalities, right? And as a black young lady, do you see a gap in the number of black women that are being represented in your profession? Frida. Yes, 110%. When I started in Rolls Royce, uh, hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah. Sorry, it's my connection. I can't, I feel like it's unstable. Um, but when I started in Rolls Royce, um, I was the only black um, and then female um, engineer around so out of like a hundred and i think we're 150 intake people in that particular intake so already automatically there was a there was a massive gap created there wasn't many black young ladies doing the task that i'm doing um so i found it very difficult to blend in to begin with because for me i come from nottingham and nottingham is very diverse very multicultural 
you know, I've gone to school in different places where there's black, Asian, and then going straight into a company where there's a lot of, especially white male. Um, and then for me, I'm a young black female. So the gap to begin with. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the answer to that question. Okay. Okay. So, um, so do you think as well, but again, in the leadership um, positions, right? So do you also see a gap, like in the management positions as well? Do you also see a gap as in, in the number of black color, black women that have been represented as well? definitely a gap um, because a there's a gap because there's not many people going into these fields to begin with so mm -hmm. you've already got a shortage of people going into yeah. manufacturing engineering um them being black as well and then on top of that being a black female so that's a shortage in itself and then from there you, expecting somebody to now become like let's say an executive or a manager there's quite a few i think there's only one black lady that I've seen my time there in the seven years that has, that is, yeah, that's basically a role model to me. So, so she's an executive for one of the engines, um, from executive, and it, it's very amazing seeing such a lady being able to work herself up to the top. Um, but again, it takes, it takes years and it takes hard work and it feels like you have to keep pushing further and you work so much because there's so many people who want that particular position mm. and you have to ask yourself, will they give it to you? You know, there's unconscious bias. You have to think of unconscious bias. Yeah. Don't look like that person that's interviewing you. Will they have that bias towards you? And there's not many young black, um, not even young, there's not many black people interviewing you in the first place. So mm. can they see themselves through you? Which mm. is, um, and sometimes it's a bit disheartening to not see um, the leadership being diverse. Yeah. Even diversity in gender, not just color, even gender, to be able to see women at the top, top it's very rare. This is known as that, um, you know, white um, male kind of dominated environment. Yeah. However, from the time I've been with them, they have slowly changed and there's more, there's more at the top. We still need to see more color diversity. Mm -hmm. We need to see more Asians. We need to see more black. We need to see more, you know, people up there at the top that's represented. Yeah. 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 So I think from what you've said there, and uh, we said that a lot of work needs to be done, right? And um, to be able to see those numbers, numbers in as of black women or Asian minority as well. Okay. But I think the the good thing is, um, I think they they the awareness is there, right? So that's key, right? So I think the companies there's this awareness now to kind of diversify um, companies' portfolio. So that awareness is there, so that's key. But compared to maybe in the years back, right, that wouldn't be an option for discussion, yes. right? But it's being discussed at the table right now, so it's, it's key. Okay, um, so we move quickly to the next question. So what role, so again, Okay, so what were you going yes, to say? Sorry. Okay, carry on, Frida. Oh, um, I, was just, I, was just, I was just going to say that, you know, 
there's a lot of people who now are aware of it but the other question is it's different being aware of it and actually doing something so for me i would question a company is actually doing something about it so yes you want to tick maybe you want to do a tick box exercise but are you implementing leadership programs for colored for colored women yeah. are you doing anything of such are you giving them a mentoring program yeah. Yeah. are you trying to help them to be able to progress in those positions yeah. because if you're not it's very very difficult yeah. so yeah. there's a difference having awareness but you also need to action it True. and not just action it for the quota but for the right reasons yeah yeah True, true. So, LBD, do you have anything before we progress to the next one? Yes, yes, I do. Um, say that out of curiosity, um, on your own view, after spending that time, do you really think that the problem is yeah. about them or the problem with about us? I mean, the who, people like us who think that we are leaders, we are, think we are learned enough, we can go there mm. and be with them, but we are not going because we have our own perception of who they are. Or the problem is them really um, saying we don't want them. What is your feeling? Mm. Mm. I think say, both, for me, it's very much both because I've seen. So for me, it's it's. I've got two angles to this. The first angle is a lot of us, um, like especially in my particular role, a lot of black people won't go and work in a shop floor environment. So they don't want to work with the actual engines that are being made or being assembled. They don't want to work in the shop floor environment. However, they want to go into office jobs. They want to go into senior positions without actually working themselves from the start and knowing the company has to build themselves to the top. So that's that's number one problem. You, you, you want to enter straight into a leadership position because you think, I've got a PhD, I've got a master's, I've got this education, and I, I deserve to be a manager position. Why are they not giving me manager position? But then you need to question yourself. The people who are getting those manager positions have been there since they were apprentices. They've been there for 20, 30 years. They know business like the back of their hand. So who would you prefer to handle, to, to handle that position? Somebody that understands the core business values or somebody that has come with a PhD because they've got a PhD, they want to be adopted straight away. So I think that's number one problem that for, for example, I can speak on my behalf of black, the perception of black people. That's what we have. And number two, also the people who create that culture. It's the, it's the company itself. Are they creating an open culture where I can come and be myself? Me, as a Kenyan lady, can I come? Frida is breaking up today. I don't know. The her internet is really bad. And um, we we'll wait for her to come in. I had the long hair. She'll come back, don't oh, Sorry? She'll come back. Uh, you, you went a bit off for the moment. Oh, God. Uh -huh. Yeah, you were talking about the culture within the company. If the company has the culture to accept others and open culture, 
Yes. So that's what I mean. So there's two positions. It's us being able to manage the expectations and know that you can't just go into a company and become a manager straight away. You possibly need to understand the culture and the business first. And the second one is for the company itself to be able to praise that environment for me to feel like I want to work there, to be able to excel. Mm. So those are my two perceptions. Mm. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm inspired with Antonio. Okay. Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll move to the next question, Frida. So we move to the next question, right? So, um, so again, on the gender uh, inequalities now, right? So what role does society need to play to bridge the gap? To bridge the gap of gender inequalities. So what role does society so need to play? Yes. Yeah. Uh, So for me, I think um, number one is to be able to possibly pressure the organizations to be able to reveal their, um, you know, their gender gap. For example, what's going on with the gender gap payment? Um, it's very good. And that wouldn't have been possible if other people weren't challenging for those numbers, weren't challenging for that particular data or that piece of information. And I also believe that um, we need to also challenge about BAME pay structures as well, not just gender, but also even about the, you know, like, for example, BAME, how much, is there a difference? Is there a disparity between the both, discrepancy? Mm -hmm. um, so society needs to be able to make it much easier um, for us to be able to challenge the big organizations and not just take things as they are, mm -hmm. not just accept that that's the way things have always run, mm -hmm. just accept them. You need to be able to challenge because if you don't challenge, you're going to be able to get, you're not going to be able to get a movement for change. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think, I think, I think society is improving because we are more open to people's opinions. We're more open to push boundaries and people have more, there's more evidence, you know, you've got your phone, you've got this, you can tweet and express yourself. You understand how different uh, parts of the world that you've never been work. So people are able to communicate in that sense. Yeah. So I think we, we're improving as a society to be able to challenge the gender inequality. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think, again, that's a society. So what role do we need to play? I think you've, you know, we said so, a few about it. So if you can just focus more about it. So what role do we need to play as individuals, person of color? as an individual, um, to be represented more in diverse organizations. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so I think the roles that we play is to, first of all, to be able to, first of all, is to be able to be, believe in yourself, um, as cheesy as that sounds. So when you, when you apply for jobs, um, don't feel like, oh, I can't get that job because of X, Y, Z. So be able to put yourself in those awkward positions where you're challenging yourself to apply for these jobs that seem impossible. Um, because sometimes it's so easy to be in your comfort zone and to just say, oh, they'll never accept me because I don't have this, I don't, don't have that, I don't look like this, you know, I you know, I have an Afro, will they? I think it's being able to be yourself and be confident 
um, when you go to interviews, just be yourself because genuinely that's what they want. Um, and they want a person who's into personal skills and not worrying that, you know, because you're a different color, that they, they're going to be biased. I think if you're with a positive mindset, you, you already give that away. Yeah. Um, so that's number one. Um, number two is being able to um, challenge yourself. Once you're in the organization, you need to be able to challenge others as well. And you know, in a lot of organizations, we have these things called infinity groups, um, employee resource groups, ERGs, they're kind of like networks, like black networks, gay networks, Asian networks, LGBTQ networks, maybe get yourself um, involved in that. If, if that company offers it, get yourself involved in it so you can understand people's experience who have been in the company longer because they're able to guide you on the things, um, on the things maybe you didn't know, for example. Um, that's what happened with me. I myself, when I joined the company, I joined um, the African Caribbean Pioneers Network. And through that, I was able to make networks, make connections that will, like, that will last a lifetime. And they were able to give me like a boost. And I think we need, we as black colored people, we need to be able to support one another. Well, when you're in company, you need to be able to support the other person. There's no competition because at the end of the day, you're both still getting paid. There's no one that is not getting paid. You're still a part of the HR payroll. Yeah. So there's no competition in that sense. So being able to give the other person a boost. So if you know they're good at a particular area and you know you've got connections to even make them better within, give them that extra boost, be able to help them with their CV, connect them, and don't go in thinking that you, you feel threatened because every single person has something as a position that is good for them mm -hmm. so yeah. i think once you show unity once you network once you you know to the more i think you'll be better represented within the companies mm -hmm. i don't know if that answered your question yeah yeah i know i'm just nodding my head because i know uh, um one thing within we as black community we like to compete between within ourselves isn't it and it's really different from the way the asian people you know they're totally different they carry themselves but we i don't know we tend to i i don't know kind of compete with ourselves so when you said you mentioned that networking right but that networking is not really i don't know from my experience it's not really like a one family thing. So everyone is there for their own gain, <laughs> kind of, right? So say for example, now there is a position um, that, yeah, there is a position that everyone, that a catching position. And you know, you find out that people want to apply for that same role, right? So the way the Asian people would perceive it, they will apply it with together. Okay, that's fine. If you get it, it doesn't matter. If whoever gets it, you know, that's fine. But that's kind of different from, you know, from the black community, yeah. right? So we would like kind of, I don't know, even hide information, mm -hmm. yeah, compete with ourselves. And they see that, you know. And they were like, oh, these people don't even like themselves. Yeah. They see that, you know, that disunity yeah. amongst us. So they play that. So they play on that. 
they play on that disunity. But if they see that um, compared to the Asians, they if they see that unity, that bond, right? I think you know we would progress, right? So um, yeah, so that's that's interesting. Um, that's really interesting. So everybody, anything before we move on? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not in a better position to think this because I'm among two ladies. <laughs> That's fine. Um, about the gender pay gap. <laughs> but let me just throw it to those that I've worked, you know, in a very diverse environment thanks to um, the industry and the. the um, the sector I've worked in, academia, research, business, you know, all in gas. So at least I don't think it's a guarantee. Uh, but the gender gap, um, if I notice it, yes. But I think it is the attitude from, as Frida uh, just said, uh, we need to challenge others. I think the ladies need to challenge as well. Um, because gender gap not only about ladies. Mm. I've worked out of my country, my home countries, and I've noticed wherever I go, I have to challenge. It's just when I discover oh, why is it that more than me, uh, and I have got the same, and then they say, oh, because you accepted what offered you. You understand? <laughs> you know. So, yeah. um, but there again, so if I'm trying to push to you. Keep on challenging, as Peter said. Learn to know what others have, but then again, I come back to my team the way she says, or uh, even the black network people tend to hide information. Yes and no, because we have got the internet. We have got if the black if the black community network is hiding, yeah, join others. So yes, it's yeah. a free world now on the yeah. hand of you know our hand, and then we have got everything. Yeah. So I think we. To challenge ourselves as individuals yeah. and as a community, and if you notice that, yeah, let others know yeah. why are you getting information. Yeah. That is true. I can tell you that is true because justice. I just came from London, back from London, and I was there. I was talking to some friends from my community. Yeah. They don't even know, and they are business people. They yeah. don't even know that the bank vouch loan scheme from the government is on. Yeah. Oh. That it, it, you know, there, it is 2.5%. They don't even know mm. until today. But mm. some of them know they are not in the news. And mm. these are people, you know, they're in business, they are sole employers. They are saying, it has been how, Who are you? And they meet. Mm. And they are mm. not sharing it. Mm. And they were shocked that I'm talking to them. And they asked me, how do you know about it? I said, well, it's a Nigerian friend who, 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 who spoke about it. Yeah. And I went online, and what I've done now, I've gone to YouTube, I've, I've shared the link, you know, I've shared the link to all of them. Yeah. Said, oh, oh, thank you, thank you. How come you never knew that? So, Matilda, on another way, is right. But we, either we think that that's not right, it does help the others. Find that things are not there, sharing on LinkedIn, sharing them whatever you want, and I think going to help. Yeah. Over to you. And people always forget that. People always forget that if somebody of your, like, if a black person prospers, it's good because yeah. it means that your children or your 
the people who apply for those jobs, they'll see a role model. They'll see yourself, see themselves through you. So it's it's a positive note for them to prosper. More black businesses, especially with this black bounce back loan. I'm spread. I was spreading the news to all my uncles, aunties, whoever has a business. I'm separate because in the UK, for someone to be able to give you 2.5 percent a loan, and they're not even doing credit checks, they're not doing anything. It's a fantastic opportunity, and it's one that we should share. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so the next one, I think the next one we'll move on. Um, so um, again, back to you now, right? So the next question is, was, you know, right from when you were in secondary school, doing your A-levels and so on, was this your desired profession right from the onset, right? What, did you want to do mechanical engineering right from the outset. Thank you, B BC, for joining. <laughs> Hello, BC. Oh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. So uh, we've just continued. So um, uh, we're asking uh, Frida the questions now. And um, so uh, being a mechanical engineer, so what, was this your dream when you were a little girl? Was this your dream right from onset? Or did you deviate a bit? Again, we mm -hmm. go on, finish, finish up, finish up, go on, finish up, Frida.
So some people think that, you know, this message is effectively giving you the right direction. So being able to just be open to listening to them. It might not be right all the time, but if you're open to listening to them, then it's just the right. Okay. Okay. So let me just get Bissy up to speed. Bissy, you're welcome to the show. Right, so we're talking about <laughs> so we're talking about you know empower yeah you're talking about the empowering yeah empowering the black female gender right so how do we begin to you know in the light of you know you know what's been happening the Black Lives Matter so we've been having these discussions from for some weeks now changing the narrative. So we this week we're focusing on how do we begin to empower the you know the black female gender. So you you're into business, right? So you 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 know you've grown your business for years now, right? And you've sustained it as a black woman. And so though there were challenges, but again you were able to you know live and kind of overcome those challenges, isn't it? Okay. Okay, uh, okay. Um, so, uh, so I think my next question for you, Frida, was it all sailing? Was it easy, easy for you to jump from your A levels to the next? Was you just okay, easy sailing, or or you had challenges? It was Africa, you know, when when we, we are building our foundation, 
Mm. It's unfortunate the way we are being taught in Africa to, or to be honest with you, I don't know about now, but to be honest with you, it's not so empowering because it is what the teacher says to you and that's what you go with. You know what I mean? Look at you. Your teacher actually made that prediction mm. and you didn't go with that. Yeah. A lot of us have been told that we can't do so well in life and we just, we lie low, we just believe it, we got timid. We don't, we, we can't express ourselves. You know, you go with that mentality that, oh, you can't really get much out of life. Mm. You know, even though you want to, you are inspiring. No, I want to be a doctor. I want to be an engineer. I want this. But every time you keep these thoughts, will be coming back to your mind, like that prediction that your teacher made. I know somebody like me, I personally experienced that when I was in school, I didn't like math at all. Because my math teacher was so bad and we went to South Africa. I was sharing experience with a friend of mine, and I remember on this particular on this particular time when uh, I was in class and we had our teacher coming in to teach us, and we are asked to bring our textbook out of our bags, and I had everything in my bag, but I was so scared mm -hmm. to, to the point that I couldn't bring that book out. It was right in my bag. She picked me up, she beat hell out of me. You know what I mean? She beat hell out of me after the class. I went to, I cried, went to my bag without even searching for anything. I just brought the textbook out. You know what I mean? That's the kind of fear, that's the kind of fear they, they put in us. And at the end of the day, I didn't get the grade I wanted. You know, I just like wanted a shortcut, and I always tell my children now, there's no shortcut in life. Yeah, exactly. If you try to avoid, uh, you know, corners, you want to avoid this, you want to, it's coming back to you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Face it. Yeah. And I tell my, I tell my stepdaughter that you two years old, you know, having some challenges in, in physics and stuff like that. I wish she was here to argue with her own, and. She, she she never believed in herself and I said, look, you are in Europe, you can be whatever you want to be. Firstly, mm. you got to believe in yourself and be positive and believe it. As you go older, life becomes a lot and lot more challenging. You're going yeah. to have to face life and be ready for it. Mm. But because you're going to meet a challenge now and you're going to drop your hopes or drop your dream mm. or drop Something for something else, yeah. I don't think it's the best way. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know why I came to this person, but you just got me right there. Thank 
you, BC. Thank you. I think she said it there. No, no shortcut at all, right? No shortcut, right? So LPD, um, I think before the final question, um, do you have anything to say at all? Or we should carry on? Anything, and challenge at school. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain box. Brain box. Okay. 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 I'm gonna tell you this is the truth and the truth. I paid 90% for my living primary school living certificate, 80% for my secondary school, wow. 70% for my A level. I made a distinction for my BUCD, distinction for my, my, my first masters, distinction for my second masters at the Union at the University of Lagos. I'm not Nigerian anyway. And I may be one that in my PhD at the University of Durham here. I'm gonna I'm gonna invite you to become my least Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I never that. <laughs> okay. So the last question. So what advice do you have for the young listeners out there, right? Who who wants to pursue their dream, you know, their career, you know, whatever profession, what advice do you have for them? Because they know, ah, I remember freedom mentioned this, and because you've got 
other interpersonal skills. You're very good with talking with people. People will just take line to you and they'll want to give you those particular roles. So that's number one. Number two, sorry, being able to take challenges. And yes, things would come easy, but like maybe it comes easy for some people, but you just be, you have to know what you want and mm. have that career plan. That's mm. my number one. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. All right then. Okay. 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 So, BC, do you have anything to add? So, this is the last question for tonight. What advice do you have for the young listeners out there? Yeah, my, my advice for to believe in yourself, and like I said, there's no shortcuts. Mm. You know, to education, to life, to success. You know. You're gonna find a lot of good loans, you're gonna find a lot of you know um kind of bumps and all that, but be determined, be focused, mm. know what you want, and please go for it. Don't let anybody discourage you. Mm. Whatever and what like what she said, she's right. Listen to people who are there. Mm. You have to take as much you have to take knowledge from people who have been there, mm. listen to them, and you're going to be with the right. You've got yeah. to deal with the people with the right mind, with a positive mind, with a successful mind. Mm-hmm. Because if you go along with people that um, they have no good dream, you know, they come and go with whatever, whatever like is them, mm-hmm. you know, there will be much drive for you to be successful. So you've got to talk around the right people, you've got mm-hmm. to have the right set of people around you to be successful in life. Mm-hmm. And show me your friends like yeah okay okay um so okay thank you thank you for that Abby, did you want to round up
Mm. Because they just need this. taking our time as well. LBD, thank you. BC, thank you. Frida, thank you. It's so uh, unfortunate that my guest, the second one, couldn't make it tonight. I'm sure we'll reschedule, right? And maybe we'll, we'll, we'll find out how to connect to Facebook. And so uh, that's it from me. And also we will be back again. And I think on the yeah, in two weeks' time, uh, but we'll let you know. And thank you, everyone. Thank you for taking our time again out of your busy schedule to join in tonight. And also, we will be, I think, those on some questions were asked, but we're not able to answer them tonight. But again, we will, you know, revisit them in the next video. So thank you. So thank you, PC. Thank you, Frida. Thank you, LPD. Have a nice day, everyone. Okay. Bye.
Hello, sir.
Oh, no, no. Hi everyone, hi, and welcome to the fourth edition of Have Your Say, where we get to speak out. Uh, I promise you tonight will be very interesting, as usual, because um, I have wonderful guest speakers with me here tonight. Like I said before, uh, we are focusing on um, empowering the Black female gender, right? So we, I think last week we talked about the communities, how do we begin to change the narrative, how do we begin to engage more. So today we're bringing it down to kind of narrow it down a bit. So we're starting with the female gender, right? So I have with me my first guest speaker. Her name is uh, Frida Zamba. So I'll get her to speak more about herself. And so she is, um, mechanical engineer working with Rolls Royce. Okay, and Frida started her career as an apprentice, and she's moved up the ladder to become an advanced uh, manufacturing engineer. So apart from work, and um, so she is an advocate for the STEM. She's a STEM ambassador. So STEM is uh, science, technology, mathematics, and engineering organization. 
agitator, right? So it's a non-profit organization that wants to bring, uh, bridge the gap between the industry and education. And also she is a board member of a wise uh, young professional. So this is, uh, this is an organization that fights for gender equality and pay gap between males and female gender. So I'll get her to introduce herself a little bit more. And um, so Frida, you're welcome to the show tonight. And um, so I have. Yes, um, thank you so much, Fiona. Um, thank you for having me on the platform. You're welcome. Um, so my other guest speaker will join um, shortly. I think we're, we're, we're having challenges uh, trying to bring that up. So we get cracking with you. Uh, um, and also, LBD, thank you for taking our time to join the show tonight. So, LBD is. Uh, uh, did you want to say one or two things? We welcome Frida on the talk, and she is on the audience. Yes. I'm uh, <laughs> LBD, I'm the physicist, physicist and uh, I've been in the industry, but now I'm back in the academia in research. I'm a research fellow. I'm a research fellow at Northern University. Yes, it's your day today. So Frida, um, so thank you for taking our time. Um, so I just want you to take, um, you know, introduce yourself a little bit more and also Hello, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was, it was, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, it was engaging. Yes, it was. It was. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for taking that time, really. <laughs> and you went, yeah, it's once again, you wanted to say more. Okay, it was a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They need to hear, they need to, they need to. No. Yeah, they need to, they need to. Mm, 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 mm. Mm 
I will send it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sending your. Okay, okay, I like that. Okay, I would do. I would do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you too. You too. Have a nice weekend. Bye. 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 <sighs>
No way you can say. Okay. Well, call me on speaker. Thank you. 